Good morning, it's good to be back with you for a short time of our daily devotion. You know that because of the COVID-19, all our lives have been disrupted. And the latest news is that it's beginning to peak. And as we approach the colder weather, that'll bring more problems, in particular for those with respiratory difficulties. As Christians, we know and we've seen the importance of prayer. But sometimes we feel overwhelmed and we need a little bit of encouragement. With this in mind, let us look at some of the things that the disciples learned on that night in the Garden of Gethsemane. After the Passover meal, this is the one that's known as the Last Supper, Jesus and eleven of his disciples went to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray. Judas Iscariot did not go with them. Eight of the disciples waited in one part of the garden, and Jesus took Peter, James and John to watch with him while he prayed. We know that Jesus prayed three times during that night. And if we go to Luke's Gospel, as he covers this account, Luke says this in chapter 22, verse 44, And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. While all this was happening, what did the disciples do? Well, we know because we've been looking at it, we know that they fell asleep. We come to that passage that we've been looking at, Matthew chapter 26, and in verse 45 to 46, this is what we read today. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come. The Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. We know that Jesus had spent a long night in prayer. The disciples had not seen him so troubled as he was that night. And they had let him down. They'd let him down badly. But a new day was dawning. Could things get any worse? Well, the answer is yes, they could. At this point, to their surprise and horror, Judas returns with armed guards and a warrant for the arrest of Jesus issued by the chief priests. The disciples scattered and Jesus was taken. Could things get any worse? Well, we know that they would. What happened over that distressing weekend that caused the disciples so much worry, fear and feelings of failure? It actually turned their lives around. One of them, John, would later say this to us in his gospel. In John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. And we read this verse yesterday. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. You see, the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus has, is having and will continue to have a change for people. It changes lives and it changes lives all over the world. Disciples, they learned many things that night and here's just a few. They learned the importance of prayer. They learned that God was in control of what was to them a terrible time of worry. And they learned that Jesus continued to love them. And they saw the depth of that love. 
And they saw that that love would sustain them through the difficult times that lay ahead for them. We have a, a hymn, a very short one, and this is how it goes. Again, I won't sing it, but I will read it. God is still on the throne, and he will remember his own. Though trials may press us and burdens distress us, he never will leave us alone. God is still on the throne, and he will remember his own. His promise is true. He will not forget you. God is still on the throne. Let's just pray. Our Father, we do come before you in the midst of this coronavirus situation. And as we approach the days ahead, we ask that you will just draw close to each and every one of us, be especially with those who are vulnerable, for those who do have breathing difficulties. And our Father, we pray for the old, we pray for the young, we pray for everybody really, because we're all in danger. But we know as Christians that you are with us and that you will take us through whatever happens we are in your hands. And our Father, we just commit these things before you now as we ask that you continue to teach us from your word and from those who have gone before us. And in particular during these last few days that we've learned things about Peter, James and John. And our Father, we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, one uh, verse or to finish with, that's from 2 Corinthians 13, verse 11. And this is what it says there. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration, encouraging one another. Be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. During this uh, time, we've looked at this particular passage. We, we've seen these three disciples and what I'd like to do is just to see what we can learn from them as we just look at their lives as they move on after this time of the death and resurrection of Jesus and how they were encouraged how they encouraged others and how they can encourage us today so I'll be back with those, and um, in the meantime, God bless you.